Hi everyone and welcome to Best Rank Fire. This is a podcast that gives me the chance to chat to some of the best people from around the 40k community. I'm your host Ben and in today's episode we'll be chatting with someone who is a true hero from both inside and outside the hobby, myself included, absolutely. Um, I'm really sorry Dave and, and Chloe but I think you may take the mantle of the, the strongest person that's ever come on the podcast. I think, I think you may have held it before but yeah, t- today's, uh, today's person is, is definitely up there. Um, obviously inspires so many people for, for around the around the hobby for, for both physical and mental health side and it's really positive it's, it's definitely helped me following following Ben's stuff um, and to top it off he, he loves Warhammer and he's got a fantastic name so the all-round perfect person welcome to the show Ben how are you doing thank you very much Ben that was a lovely introduction I really appreciate <laughs> that and I, I'm like you know what I do agree we have a we have a fantastic name did you go by Benjamin yeah. by the way when you were younger no, not really. My, if I was in trouble, yeah, if I was in trouble, it was Benjamin. See, it was my parents. It was always Benjamin, and then I can yeah. tell who my parents have introduced me to, or who knew me as a child, because they'll call me Benjamin. Yeah, and everyone else is Ben. So yeah, yeah. I, I, was all, I mean, my yeah, mine was always Keefy. Like that was my name throughout school and everything like that. And then my my little sister started to come through, and then I started hearing people call her Keefy, and I was like, no, 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 that's not how this works. You're you're the little sister. Stop that. Well, Mudge, Mudge isn't. I've never really. No one's ever called me Mudge. It's not the coolest surname in the world, to be honest. But at least it's unique. It's unique. Yeah, that's how that's how I've grown to accept it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. it's it's an alright name. It keeps. I mean, it's got Irish Irish connotations to it. Keeps so. Mudge is Mudge is English. So I'm my, my dad's English. So we've we've got the English okay. guy in there. Yeah, we swapped swapped second names with sounds good. Yeah, flipped it right. Everyone's Irish. Everyone's got a little bit of Irish in them anyway. So yeah, and if they don't, they want it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'll claim that. Yeah, definitely yeah. got a bit of Irish in me. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's kick straight into the questions. What originally got you into Warhammer? My dad. So my dad. My dad used to have Airfix models. Um, yeah. I remember in my room there was a Lancaster bomber, and he would tie it up with fishing string and uh, nice, fishing wire. Yeah. And they'd be hanging from there, and he had little tanks, and he had a diorama at one point, and I can't remember. I've got to ask him why he had it, but. I just remember being fascinated by the fact that you could have this tank and you had the little tiny man with it. Yeah. You had a cave out of like paper mache and all that stuff. And I thought this is, it used to stink, by the way, the paper mache. <laughs> it was disgusting, but I used to be just, just so amazed at the fact that you get this, all this to this size and the scale yeah. that I can play as. Um, so yeah, it was definitely my dad. And then as most people would probably share the same origin story as such is you just walk past the games workshop store and just be it was like a magnet for your eyes yeah just always be kind of like just looking at everything and my again my my parents were you know more so my dad he would always take me in and let me have a look never let me buy anything because of course <laughs> yeah it was really expensive and i would probably break it but yeah that's what kind of got me into it was my dad's interest in that i still have the models that my dad and i painted together when we eventually did he did allow me to get stuff yeah, some of the old uh, chaos models. Oh, okay, square bases, yeah. completely customizable. Uh, I got some elves. I got some dwarves. Of like that was like the real old school cat. You know the real blocky ones. It's armor. Yeah. So yeah, th- those are my uh, those are my originals. So it's been, I think I really maybe like nine or ten. I started getting into it. Nine, okay. 30, 33 now. Um, but then what really got me into it was the Lord of the Rings that yeah. I'm sure you know, most people listening to this will know the the magazines, get them at the news agents, you got the Moria Goblins. And I found a trick 
if you ordered the Moria Goblins book, and then the second one, I think it was, it was one of the heroes, maybe Aragorn. They never had the Aragorn model, so they just sent you two packs of the Moria Goblins. Uh, okay. Having, and I, I told all my friends that, so they would then do the same thing. So we all had a big squad of Moria Goblins. Nice. That's what, yeah, 100%, that's what got me into it from the start. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan as well. I mean, I know way too much about that, and yet not enough. Yeah, I've said this before on the podcast. There's been quite a few people that got in into to Warhammer in general through Lord of the Rings. It was never something that that got got me into it. It was really strange. Like Lord of the Rings was there in in the Games Workshop, but I was so hooked onto fantasy and specifically fantasy orcs that they it almost didn't exist to me. Yeah, you just were like, look, I've I've already got peak Warhammer. I, yeah, why would I need anything else? I've got these, I these massive chunky orcs on yeah. boards. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, that was actually the first. So my first painted model was actually one from my cousin's box set. I think it was fourth edition, maybe. That's the edition that ever, that's the edition that got me in. It was the Orcs Empire box set. Yeah, with the cannon and everything. You had yeah. the, the cannon. You had the boar on the. You had like the chariot. Yeah. I had one of the orcs. I have him. He's upstairs. I st- he's literally on top of my display just to, just to show me how far I've come and how much I enjoy this hobby. So yeah, he's he's got pride of place up there. Yeah, they're in, such incredible models. That that chariot, even to this day, is probably one of my favorite models. I hope they remake it as part of Old World. That would be, be really big for me. That would be, yeah. That does look good. I feel like we're going to have to be, we're going to go on so many tangents here, so we're going to have to hold it. Yeah, that's all right. Old World stuff, you see that dragon they announced? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Old World just looks, yeah, it's dangerous. I, I'm not, I wasn't that bothered about humans. That That was... Never something that really bothered me, but I was like, okay, this, this stuff that's coming through is pretty pretty cool. And then, yeah, they sort of start to announce other stuff like Team Kings, and I was like, oh, that's quite dangerous. Team Kings, yeah, they were, they were incredible. I always remember the big, it was, I don't know, why, the bigger the model, the better, whenever I was yeah. growing up. And it was that one that looked like a big scorpion, sphinx-looking uh, thing. Yeah. I don't know the name of it, but oh, that, yeah. I used to see that in the store. I was just, do you remember in the store as well, they used to have all the prices uh, you know, yeah. A was this amount. B was this amount. Yeah. All the way down, and then you could like kind of see what they. Oh, that, yeah. Old old school. Yeah, the old school shops. Yeah. Did you ever take a break? Yeah, that's quite, that's quite a long I've time. Taken, yeah, I've taken a few breaks. Um, so when did I take a break? The first time when I got into Lord of the Rings, um, I was taking a break. Probably when I started getting better at sports. Okay, I, was never, yeah. I was never really picked for any teams or anything growing up. Uh, and then I started to get a little bit more into it. And I was like, right, well, I'm, I want to go practice rugby. I want to start lifting weights and stuff like that. So I took a little bit of a pause yeah. around maybe 15, all the way up to maybe, I think I jumped back into it, like maybe like 21 again for a couple of years. Then took a pause. Okay. And one of my friends had a breakup. And I was like, you know what you need? You know what you need? <laughs> you need plastic crack. So yeah, it's good therapy. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, so I think, yeah, it's been on and off, but this is probably the longest I've been into it and the most the most fun I've derived from it, for sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, in the last really three or four years now, I've been like, yeah, yeah, flat out. Do you think you, think you get more fun from it because you engage you more on the social side because the social side's like, come on, or do you think it's just been you're at the right point in your sort of age and your life? I think so. I think so. I think there's a there's a plethora of reasons I think they'll kind of overlap into kind of a blur of, of you know perfect addiction. Um <laughs> I think one of the things that really changed it was learning about the lore. Yeah. Actually understanding 
these models have depth to them. This this unit has a depth to it. This army has a depth to it. And I think that was really what changed my enjoyment of it because yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. I love the you know the iceberg. You know, of, oh, this is just what you see, but then yeah. all this underneath. That's what I think really changed. I was I'm going to give a shout out to my friend James. He used to he was the one that started telling me. He's like, oh, do you know about this model? This model does this because of this. And I was like, oh, that's actually that's something that's I didn't cool. really not care about, but didn't really even think about. Yeah. And then he started telling me more about it. And I was like, that's actually that's really badass. That's really well written. <laughs> I just really appreciated the fact that you know there was this much detail. You know, in all yeah. of this, there's just so many layers you could peel back. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that the social aspect of it as well, you know, I just think it's, it's so much, it's such an important hobby for me because it's a chance for me to hang out with my friends and there's something other than just drinking. Like I'm not, yeah. I, don't drink, I don't drink not from, you know, I, I simply don't like it. I, I've never enjoyed yeah. the taste of alcohol. I don't really like what it does to people. I'm not against it by all means. If you want to have a drink, cool. Yep. Home, but I, just, I'm in the same bucket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just something I never really, I think I grew out of it very, very quickly. Um, and I think there's, it's hard for guys to hang out again, women as well, but guys to hang yeah. out without there being some form of alcohol or something involved. Yeah. And that's why I love, I just love standing across the board and you know, just chatting to someone yeah. with a common objective in mind. So there's kind of almost that like social lubricant as such. Yeah, definitely makes sense. It is not all, and I really, I really appreciate that. And I've made some, some of my best friends through this. Um, So yeah, yeah, nice. I mean, what would you say your sort of favorite part of the hobby is? Is it is it the sort of social aspect of it? Is it the? You talked about all of it there. The law playing. Yeah, doing some painting just before. My favorite part. It sounds really random, but I just like the. Not even necessarily the playing or the painting. I just enjoy the whole idea of it. I just love the fact that I can dive into it as much as I want. I can dip yeah. or I can, you know, cannonball into it all. I'm into like learning new strategy, learning about the lore, you know, discussing like tactics with someone. I think it's just all that. So yeah, probably the social and the introspective side of it. Um, that sounds really deep, but no, no, it's, bad. it's just, yeah, I think there's so many aspects of it that I enjoy. Um, yeah, even just chatting to one of your friends about it and just saying like, oh, yeah. that all and uh, yeah, there's so many aspects to it. I think it's hard to pinpoint exactly. And again, it changes some sometimes. Yeah. Love battling, and then other times, like tonight, I get my ass handed to me by my wife. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, you know what? I don't. I'll just. I'm gonna paint. I actually said that. After. I was like, maybe I just enjoy painting. <laughs> maybe I don't enjoy the battling as much, but. Yeah, Let's I'm just put the game down. That the game bit doesn't exist at the moment. Yeah, it's just temp- let's just turn that down. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to give her due. She she did. She knew her army very well. She played well. She beat me fair and square. But yeah. it still stings. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling it now? Yeah. Right here. Right here. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's uh, my partner doesn't play. She's never been interested. She she accuses me of hiding it before we didn't really do it before we got married. And then we kind of got married, and she was like, "You just brought this out of nowhere." I was like, "Well, you can come and play." She, she's never been into it, but so you're lucky there. I mean, yeah, I think I've, I think I did kind of trick my wife Janice into thinking I was, <laughs> you know, a cool jock, and yeah, you know, I just like sports. <laughs> and then I was like, "But actually, have you ever heard of this thing called Lord of the Rings?" I think that's the best way of getting kind of yeah, reaching that topic of just 
Lord of the Rings, what is your thoughts? And then if, I think if you can get someone on that, then you can kind of start weaving it in. Uh, but no, she, yeah, she, you, she'd never watched Lord of the Rings before we were together. That, I mean, that, that tells you something. Well, I mean, you, you just got the opportunity to watch someone watch one of the greatest pieces of film put to screen. So, yeah. lucky you. Exactly. Lucky you. Yeah. And she does enjoy it. I mean, I've got her into D&D. We've not played since we've had the little one because time exists. Um, but yeah, she, she does just enjoy D&D. She'll that's, probably hate me for saying it on the internet. That's the next thing, that's the next thing for, for my wife. I, she, she has expressed interest. And D&D. Nice. And that's only something I've started in the last, I've been playing now for about a year. It's crazy. It's it is It is a lot of fun. It is a yeah. lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. Again, the social aspect, huge, the banter, the the gifts that we all send to each other. Shout out to Aaron, <laughs> who's our DM. Uh, he's the best DM in the world. He could be saying that as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's like one of the best parts after it. Like after we finish whatever we do, we do it on Zoom because we're all, all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the gifts after, I just sit and wait. Like we're all just kind of <laughs> waiting for the person who's really good at gifts race as well to just, oh yeah, that, that's, <laughs> being a nerd is the best. It is definitely, that. definitely. It creates those memories. Like I, um, so I, I was a DM, I'm a, I was the forever DM, someone's finally taken over. Um, but yeah, it was probably, a lot of, a lot of people in this group hadn't played before. I had one or two sort of people who've been playing for a while, but yeah, a, a few of us, my wife and, and one of the other partners in there. And, uh, I can't remember which one it was doing, but there was an owlbear that was in a in a tower. And I set it up, so basically they, they sort of went through this door and there was just an owlbear there and they were like, what do we do? And the idea was they could move out of the way and this owlbear would just run away, just be kept prisoner. Instead, they decided to hit it. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this this took a turn. They managed, they killed it in the end. And I was and I was just like, I mean, that was, that was fairly brutal. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, you could have just, you could have just let it run away. And they were like, what? Yeah. So yeah. every sing every single time now, I uh, I always throw an Albert reference into something just to just to remind them of their brutality. Inner joke, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's all those it's all those memories. It's the it's the best way. Yep. Yeah. C- coming back to Warhammer, um, you've you've shown shown quite actually quite a few different armies on your Instagram now. You've, you've, through time, mm-hmm. you've been starting to send send some more Warhammer and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have yeah, you got yeah. a particular favourite? Flavour of the month, to be honest. It, it changed. I mean, Votan were the army that I saw coming out. And again, they were like the fresh ones. Yeah. I honestly love their aesthetic. I just I just thought they were so cool. They were kind of like Marines, but not. Yeah. I didn't want to go just standard Marines. Now, if I, again, I've now got a Marine army as well. <laughs> but... Uh, so yeah, the Voltron are kind of cool. They've got new lore. They're kind of fun to explore that aspect of it. Again, the, the models themselves are yeah, amazing. I love them. Yeah, absolutely. Love them. Not a weak one in the army. Like all of them look cool. You understand. You know, you can even look at the model and go, okay, that's why he has this suit of armor because they were mining colony or yeah, using this to break apart rocks. That's that what that gun is for. I just love that idea that they were not a war like race but yeah they just happen to have incredibly good weaponry so they are they're kind of in terms of if you had to twist my arm they would be my main army 40k wise but i have i have guard i have custodies i have tyranids (laughs) orcs uh i have have my, my blood angels um some death guard 
I have nice. some lights. I have yeah, pretty much. The only thing I haven't really touched upon is chaos. Again, I have some death guard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, chaos. I the one of the one of the main things I look at at an army is like first of all, rule of cool. Do they look cool to me? Yeah. The only ones that are really twisting my arm now are the um, world leaders. Okay. Yeah. Angon looks amazing. Yeah. But, but then the second layer of that kind of decision making process is: Do I want to paint them? <laughs> and the gold trip. I don't know why Chaos Marines have such ornate and beautiful armor. Well, yes. I think yeah. They shouldn't care, but they're yeah, they, they so, to, yeah. the, the trim. I was like, nah, nah, that's not. Yep. It looks gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Gorgeous sculpts, but just I just think I just look at them and go, I do not fancy doing. <laughs> Hundred gold trims of a shoulder pad for a for a unit that's going to get taken <laughs> off the board. Like, like yeah. The way yeah. around I've seen people do it is just to prime them gold and then paint the non-trim and do it that way. That's yeah. That I would have to find a way of you know work smart yeah. hard for that, but we'll see. I mean, I probably will get them eventually because that's just that's just I've got no willpower when it comes to Warhammer. So. I mean, you've got you've got your YouTube. You need them for the for the YouTube. Just to make sure you, it's all nice and well rounded. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure they'll get some nice new models as part of the the new codex coming out and stuff like that. So yeah, you have to get them. Red butchers. Is it the red butchers? The no, the red. What are they called? The, their the red term- corsairs. The re- is it? They're they're like specific terminators to the world leaders. Oh no! Yeah, the red butchers. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're probably going to come. I mean, the, the I, yeah the model line's pretty small. What well, they have, like seven or eight. It's kind of like the Votan. I yeah, can't see what they do with Votan as well. Yeah, I I'm really I'm really looking forward to the Votan. I've got I've got some Votan that are basically not painted in the in the cupboard, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I really hope they bring out like dreadnought type mech machine things. I think they would be absolutely amazing in that in that line. And yeah. some flyers. Yeah, Definitely some I, just, I just think it's going to be hilarious because they had the was the kill team Votan yeah. pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't want a, a dwarf with a jetpack attached to its back. Yeah, part of me wants them to have little like ships that are like the Caradron Overlords in Age of Sigmar. I love the Caradron Overlords. I have those as well. Yep. Beautiful I don't ones. know what it is about them, like steampunk, like airships. That's, that's with, incredible. With gold that is in air form. Yeah, in a in a yeah, gaseous form, makes perfect sense. Yeah, perfect sense. But the models look insane. Yeah, so if you could port some of that over to so Votan as well, which maybe they will. But that would be cool. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I have I have nearly all the armies to be fair, and I probably will at some point. It's like Pokemon at this point. Just gotta kind yeah. of yeah. I've I've managed to do quite well. I I say I've managed to do quite well. The other half has managed to do quite well in in taming me down. So I generally only have. Three-ish. I'm going to say ish. Three-ish armies. Um, guard? No, not guard. Oh, no, I can't, I can't do guard. So I'm, de- I'm death. Uh, death. No, not death. Death wing. I have, but yeah, dark angels. They're like my Ooh. sort of core. I've got. Yep. I think I've got five and a half, six thousand points of death, uh, dark angels. Something like that. Um, chaos knights. Absolutely love chaos knights. Yep. When they brought out the the abominant and the the hell the war dogs proper. War dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah fell hard to chaos knights. And then Votan. Yeah, perfect. Perfect blend of everything. Yeah, they were like I do have other models. So I have got Magnus and I've got Mortarion because they're incredible models. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, the, the Primarchs are just. I, I was. So whenever I was deciding what chapter to go 
with the Space Marines because obviously Games Workshop sent me the new releases and I was like, I'm so unsure what, what to go yeah. with. I was like, I do really want to go with something that has a Primark, but and of course, <laughs> I picked the only, the only Legion that is probably never going to get their Primark back because it just, yeah. as much as we would all love Sanguinis to come back, he's probably not going to come back. So. Yeah, I had a really good chat with somebody about this, and they were, was it Ed Sandman? Um, and he was just like, I don't want the Primarch to come back. Like, he sacrificed himself. Him coming back would almost be like a, what was the point of the sacrifice type thing? Yeah, yeah. And then that new, obviously, the new book came out there recently where you heard about the fight between him and Horace. Yeah, I'm about halfway through listening to that so far. I'm not going to, I'm not spoiling it, but yep. yeah, just having known all that, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It, as much as I would love to see him back, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years. Maybe they'll maybe find something. But yeah. Yeah. The only agent that is definitely not going to get one back. But oh well. I'll just, just have get to get a nice big one. Though. I'll just have to get another <laughs> Marine. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to, you have to come into the Dark Angel. Smurfs or some Dark Angels. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Angels are the best. Yeah. I'd say that I, I have Gilliman as well. I've not painted him, but I have him. So I have. Angron's the only Primark that I don't have. And yet. Yet, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love him as well. Chloe's, uh, Chloe's, um, Angron is my f- favorite Angron on the internet. It's incredible. Yeah, Chloe's is stunning. Really cool. I really, really like it. Yeah. Seen, I, I hate him now because I fight him all the time. <laughs> no, I just get like him and Karn. Karn is probably my least favorite model to see on the field. He just. I'm surprised he's... he didn't get a new one. To be honest, I know that his his sculpt's not that old, but I'm surprised he didn't get a new one. Is there? Yeah, I think look if if from three foot back if it matches in, no need, no need to get one. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's say Red coming, so I think that's a good shout. That for me, they should have come out as part of the original one because it was strange because like Dark Angels got their own, um, death coming out. Yeah, yeah, the death death going. I've got definitely keep saying Dark Angels going. Death Guard obviously got the two variants of Terminators and. Yeah, it would have been cool to bring out some some red butchers. As long as they don't have their arms showing. That's one for me that I'm not quite sure about with the World Eaters. It's like you put on all this armor and then you just got these big bare arms and you're like... Oh, show off the guns? <laughs> that never <Sure>. hold guns? <laughs> yeah. Why, I mean, you're a World Eater. Why would you, why would you hold a gun? It's, it's not honorable. Nah, you do not need guns. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm going to cough again. Sorry. Bless you. No, you're good. You're good. Still coming back. Well, I said I'm still coming back from a cold. It's coming back from the states and coming off the back of a cold. It's yeah, jet lag has killed me. Yeah. Um, so you're obviously super busy with your your day job. Anyone that follows your sort of my Instagram will know that you're normally working out or cooking or making funny reels or something like that. I'll take that. As, on top of all your PT as well and all your your clients, do you actually get much time to paint, play, hobby in general? I do. I have yeah. structured my business to maximize the amount of free time I get because I think a lot of people fall into the trap of work, 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 work. Mm. Like, well, yeah, I get it. And look, I'm, I put myself, I'm, I've been doing what I've been doing for 12 years. So, you know, this is my take on it, but I value my free time more than money. Yeah. By far. Like, I, I just think, look, no one's going to talk about how much money you made after you die. They're going to talk about the times I had with you and the times I spent with you. Yeah. And if you're too busy earning money, thinking that's good, that's what's going to make you happy. Well, one, it's not. No matter how yeah. much money you have, I get more money. Brace literally, changes, <laughs> more money, more problems, and it is yeah. so true. Um, so yeah, my balance is right. 
do what I need to do in terms of my work, sort that out, and then spend time doing what I enjoy. So I actually you know, will prioritize having free time to do what That's I cool. want to do. Um, so yeah, I actually do get probably, probably a lot more than a lot of people do, and I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. for that. That'll probably change in the future, but you know what? I'm enjoying the hell of it right now. Yeah, that's a, that's life, isn't it? That's how it's swing. You should, yeah. You, it's, this is a hobby that you always want to do as a kid, but you've never got any money. You've got all the time in the world. You can do all the painting, all the playing. You've not got enough money. And then you kind of become an adult, and it it switches over. There yeah, is like a, a little... Home swing. You've got all the time, yeah. no money. And then there's that kind of middle swing where you've got not much time and not much money. And then you hopefully swings into the direction where you've got some some money and, and some yeah. time i'm just trying to maximize how far that swings so yeah yeah put off having kids that might yeah yeah that's yeah that's i think that might be the thing if if that does happen then that uh is definitely going to swing back <laughs> swing back the other direction a little bit no money no time yeah but that's about how i feel uh, she's yeah. she's Turn, turn a bit, nearly three now. She's getting, she'll be three in the new year. And I showed her my death wing and they've all got magnetized arms. And she was like, can I play? I'm like, yeah. She sat there for a good like 10 minutes just like taking the arms off, yeah. putting them back on. Yeah, she got the, the ATVs and she was driving those around. She's like, daddy's cars. I was like, yep, yeah, you, you get into this kid because you'll never be able to afford drugs. So that, at least there's that. That's a, yeah, that's a solid. I like that. I like that. Solid parenting skills. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, let, let's crack. have a kid. Plastic crack. Definitely plastic crack. Definitely this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move from Warhammer as a as a, get a hobby, and we'll come onto the sort of community side thing, which is obviously what you're super well known for. You've you've got a pretty pretty incredible following on on your both accounts now. Um, yeah, but we'll start we'll start with the Warhammer side, and then we'll we'll come on to to the other the other incredible stuff. But um. You've had your Instagram, your Warhammer Instagram, for like two-ish years, something like that. I think so. Um, Maybe as long as that, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah obviously you, you didn't you didn't do much on it for for a good chunk of it. Then you brought it back, what like a yearish ago? Or something is it? It's been a year that you came back on it so. I think so. Um, I, I think that's about right. Yeah, I can I can look, but yeah, I think it's about a buddy. Um, yeah, it's whenever I started really enjoying the hobby. A lot, like getting into the lower. It's when I started getting into into forty k a lot more, um, mm. and then I was starting to get more games, and I was starting to you know hang out with people who were into it. Uh, yeah, so it's been about a year, maybe even maybe even less, but might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that channel, that the the Instagram page, just yeah, blew up quite a bit. Not not to the same level as my my other one, but I mean that that was that's that's a whole yeah. different wish. But yeah, I mean. I think I'm just enjoying it. I think with my other profile, which is, you know, my business as such. Yeah. I have to post certain things and I have to be very careful with what I say. And, you know, there's a lot of thought that kind of goes to, to that. Whereas this, yeah. I can post whatever I want. I don't care if it's yeah. 10 likes, five likes. I don't, I don't care at all. Um, so it's got that level of freedom to it, which I really appreciate. Uh, and I think again, people enjoy that as well. That, that freedom is putting stuff into it. Massively. Um, yeah, I think th- th- I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and again, the community has been phenomenal. Like, I just I, I think it's such a good community. Again, you, you hear always like, oh, there's so many bad sides to this, and I was like, well, that's every industry. That's every yeah. probably that's it. anything that has people in it. Probably going to have some negativity in it. Just just yeah. that out there. But everything I've had has been you know, it's been a positive experience. 
Um, so yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy the Instagram again, posting stupid reels of <laughs> yeah, just things I hear and go, I can relate that to Warhammer. That's yeah. pretty much that's pretty much my go-to now. Is like, I, yep, I could definitely use that. And, uh, <laughs> that's again, everything, isn't it? Just everything relates to Warhammer. Pretty much, and honestly, that is the case as well with my my business. You know what I do on that side. So much of what I've learned has come from the lessons I've learned from Warhammer. There's two things that I've yeah. you know consistently had in my life, and it's wits and Warhammer. Nice. And those two things have been, you know, it has shown me that if you just keep showing up. And accept the fact you're probably not going to be great at something, but you just keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up. You do get better at something. Again, painting is the yeah. Of that, I mean, I look at my first model and I look at my most recent. Well, you, <laughs> you, you, yeah. you paint one model and you're like, that is the best model I've ever painted. And then you go, well, I'm going to take the skills from this one and apply it to the next one. And you yeah. look at it and you're like, I've completely reversed. <laughs> yeah, you look at the two and you're like, that is such a clear evidence of you just keep yeah. showing up get the reps in again with workouts same thing you know you yeah. know, muscle tissue over time it's taken me well, i've been trained since i was 16 that's 18 years of training it's not a single workout that builds muscle it's multiple over yeah you know decades um so yeah it's 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 taught me that those two things have really taught me just just keep showing up except the fact yeah. probably not going to be great at it if yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm still waiting for that moment where I get good at battling, but <laughs> you know, maybe maybe in a decade or two, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. you hear people like Scory and people like that who uh, Scory was saying something stupid, like he was playing like like get two two or three games a week or something like that at times. He's just like that's right. insanity. Yeah, but that is why he is the genius that he is at, at gaming. So yeah, yeah, he's he's a really nice guy as well. I met him while we were over at Mini Wargaming. Really, yeah. really good guy. Really, really nice guy. Yeah, what a horrendous was, person. I had no idea he was as like revered as as he is, because I yeah. hadn't seen that much of him on the channel. That you know when I had been watching, but then I said to someone, "Oh yeah, hang out this guy, Scar," and they're like, oh, "He's like one of the best players in the world." I was like, "Oh, it, it, is he? He's very he, yeah. he's not. He does not talk to you like that. He doesn't. He doesn't have that you know or arrogance around him. No. I, really lovely guy. Really helpful." Uh, you know, even when he's giving you advice, it's never like you should do this. It's have you considered this way of doing it? Or I, you know, if I was in this situation, this would be an option I would explore. I was like, that's you know what you're doing. I can you know yeah. coach for as long as I've been. I could tell when someone is good at what they do. Yeah, because I spend time around good coaches, and and, and hopefully, I'm one. <laughs> no, you know what? I am. One. I, I, I you could probably claim that. Yeah, you, 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 uh, yeah. yeah, you can hear when someone's a good coach and they know how to speak to people in a way that helps them without making them feel belittled or small and he was yeah. one of those people uh, so yeah, yeah he, he, his brain like frightens me so much like chatting with him yeah like you say he's he's just such a normal nice guy i've chatted with quite a few people that like work with him as well and that have like um sort of been coached by him and yeah they, everyone has nice things to say about him similar to you to be fair everyone has nice things to say about you so <laughs> thank yeah. you <laughs> thank you everyone <laughs> I, I think it's i think instagram is relatively good for it it's a i think because you can create like craft what like what your instagram looks like by who you follow how you act and stuff like that it, it feels like it's a really good place for creating a nice atmosphere and i agree yeah it, everyone always that i follow sort of does that i don't know whether that's because i follow specific people because they create that environment or it is just instagram i don't know yeah i mean yeah you you've, you follow what was it your your vibe your tribe 
Like, yeah, same thing. Like, if I see someone who I'm like, ah, I don't really like the way they're gone. Yeah, kind of nice yeah. If, yeah. If it was quite different to like Reddit and fa- Facebook and stuff like that, where it's like everyone kind of, yeah, they like pull themselves into it. And you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. To be fair, like the Warhammer community. It, there's, I think there's quite a vocal minority that gives some of that the bad rap, so the, the gatekeepers and, and things like that. But I think for the most part, almost everyone that I've spoken to, everyone that I've really got involved with in the past year, they've been incredible human beings. Not just because they play Warhammer, just because... They are just nice people who are just yeah. Warhammer. Yeah, just, just genuinely nice people. Everyone's really willing to help. Like, they might like the, your episode 27... And everyone that I've spoken to has been like, yeah, let's do this. This is really cool. It doesn't matter how many followers they've got. It doesn't matter it Doesn't matter the fact that I've got 500 and something. Everyone's been like, yeah, let's let's do this. This is really cool. And it, it blows me away. This is a chance to talk about something that someone's passionate about. And if you can tap into that, it, yeah, it, it, it means nothing to me how many followers someone has or anything like that. I don't care. I'm here to chat to you because you're going to give me some of your time and we can talk about Warhammer. Yeah, it's just, just for a chat yeah, fun job. It's a low bar for us. It's a low bar. We're just like, yeah, cool. cool. Do you like Warhammer? <laughs> We're all Let's just really out. desperate to talk about Warhammer all the time. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like crack addicts just like, so you, like, you want to talk about Warhammer? Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> More plastic? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, obviously, you are nearly 6,000 followers now. So it's, yeah, like you said, it's kind of exploded. It's, it's gone a bit mad. Would you, yeah. given the opportunity, would you lean more into doing that sort of stuff and, and YouTube over your job? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think unless that's... anyone's listening from your clients, Ben is very dedicated to his job. We'll just say that. Oh, they know. They know. They know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, was, I love my job. I've been doing it for 12 years. I don't think you could do my job. In fact, you could not do my job if you were not passionate about it. Yeah, you know. I love right. chatting to people. And I've made that a big part of my, you know, my job. I, I ensure that I speak to my clients like this face to face as such. Yeah. Um, I want to get to know them. I want to understand who they are. I want to know what they're trying to get healthy and fit for. And if there's something I can, you know, basically the more I communicate with a client, the better I can understand them, the better I can understand them, yeah. the more I can understand how to help them and what path they need to walk along. So there's always that aspect. I mean, I love my job. I really do. I, I leave a call with my clients and I'm buzzing. Like it gives me energy. Yeah. And I, yeah, this though, if this could turn into a career, I mean, I'd be silly to not take it. And that's yeah. kind of what I'm trying, you know, I'm setting it up. I'm, I'm, I'm way, I'm, I'm barely even crawling at the moment. <laughs> but if I can get to a point where I'm even just sh- you know, shambling along like a, like a zombie and it's, generating something then i'm happy I'm, i'd be very happy so yeah i mean in the next 10 years maybe if this is something i'm able to earn a living off i mean yeah. could <laughs> could you think could you of anything better? Yeah, yeah i yeah completely agree yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really nice to, I, I i i've really enjoyed it since i started posting i love your reels like when your little reels come up and stuff like that oh, like you. the one with the the orc song like so funny so good <sighs> yeah that the was that the the i rolled a one yeah so the the funniest thing is man i so i heard tom cardi that's the guy who the, the full yep. song i heard that and i was like this song is hilarious i've got to find a way of of putting this in some form of content and then i was sitting on the plane over back from spain and i was like i've got it i've got it okay cool got back we filmed it as i was posting it my instagram feed popped up and someone else had posted it Exactly. I remember seeing that, yeah. 
And well, I was who like, was it? Who posted it? Um, Louise something? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was Suggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. I, saw yeah. that. I said to my wife, I was like, "You're not going to believe," and that took <laughs> that what five seconds, six second video. That took so long to do. Just trying to get the clips lined up, trying to get yeah. the audio synced up, every, it was so difficult. And then I just said, I was like, John, someone's already done it. <laughs> just post it anyway. Just yeah. post it. Like, it doesn't matter. There's no original ideas. Just go for it. And I was like, but it, I thought it was original. <laughs> I thought it was so original and funny. But hey, that one's, that one's exploded. Um, yeah. Which is, which is, yeah, it's so cool. I, I love it's funny. Seeing, yeah. I mean, I yeah. It, Everyone knows what it's like. You've got all the confidence in the world, and then the dice gods are like, "Yeah, no, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. There's a two-inch charge. <laughs> no, there's a three-inch charge. Nah, it's snake eyes. Yeah, Age yeah. of Sigma. I've, so I've not picked up Age of Sigma yet, mainly because I'm terrified that I'm just going to deep dive into it and nobody will ever see me again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the fact that you can't get within two inches and you can actually fail a charge that terrifies me because I'm going to roll double ones every time. Oh, it's happened many times. I mean, I'm I'm big age of sigmar fan that was that's what originally got me back into the hobby a couple nice. of years ago with my friend james and yeah i was playing a lot of sigmar and i'm probably going to play it more on the channel as well because that, oh, that cool on the channel the cities of sigmar box seven yeah. the city's sigmar army gorgeous yeah they are absolutely incredible i'm actually painting one of them somewhere <laughs> Sitting around somewhere, it's it's the ogre with a guy in a little oh, sniper. Yeah, the sniper. I was like, whoever that's just genius. Um, so that's yeah. what they should have done with the Admec model, by the way. That Admec model that's got stilts, stilts. Yeah, yeah. They've literally just built a really cool model using a. And a you, we have ogrins, like yeah, use them. yeah. You, you could mech one up. You could yeah. You could give it like yep. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, then people would have probably complained about that. I mean, it's just a rip off of that one. Like, yeah, so? that's fair. Yeah. So it's <laughs> a cool model. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, imitation is the finest form of flattery. It's for, for themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Here's another one. Yeah, <laughs> guys sitting there death from each other, being like, "What? What? How have you done that?" <laughs> yes, I like that. I'm going to copy your notes. Uh, yeah, so these, uh, honestly, Sigmar is a it's a cool system as well. I, I have. I have love for both, and I think getting that box set from from Games Workshop again—it's mad that I can say that. Like, it's cool. It's amazing. Um, that really reignited my my enjoyment of it. So I think I'm actually getting the game to, no Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday here with my friend who's a big 40k. We we usually play a lot of games um, 40k, but he he was like, "Yeah, I, I want to play it." Just like more, you're gonna nice. have to play it. So yeah, probably put some more stuff like that up on the channel. That'd be really cool. I, I love Sigma stuff. That tends to be, weirdly now, the thing that I most watch on uh, YouTube is Sigma. Yeah. There's obviously still a bit of 40k, so t- typically like TT, I'll watch a bit of 40k, but mini wargaming, I am addicted to their Age of Sigma narrative stuff. It's, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I've got the battle map. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. yeah. Runs a bear map. I mean, he yeah. was very much holding my hand the entire way. Like, <laughs> I've never played with 2000 because every game I've played to that point was almost a teaching game. So it was like me just teaching yeah. the basics. So I'd never done the enhancements. I'd never done like uh, battle okay, yeah. we We're just starting to bring in. Yeah. So he, he did a fantastic job of kind of holding my hand as such through that process. But that was that was surreal. That was yeah. very strange to, to see me on mini wargaming. That was very it's awesome. cool. It's really cool. It was so cool. It was very yeah. Cool. But yeah, Sigma. Maybe, maybe one day. 
I, I mean, I have an army. I have lots of armies. So if I'm, if you, if you fancy any, let me know. I can, I can show you some over. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some. So I got the the old Mortal Realms magazine for quite quite a while. So I've got quite a lot of uh, Stormcast, quite a lot of Nighthorn, and I got like the premium edition. So I've got, uh, I've got two of them before I touch with it. Which of the two have I got? I've got the ghoulie ones, whatever they're called. Nighthaunt? No, yeah. the vampire, not the vampires. The... Oh, Soulblight? Is it Soulblight? Yeah, yeah, Soulblight. Yeah, so I've got those, some of those. Because they just came with like tons and tons of like little gribbly zombies and some yeah. things Scott, with wings. Wolves, yeah. bats, and yeah. Yeah, and then I've got the Sylvaneth. That was the other one. I quite, I, I'm, I'm quite tempted to paint up the Sylvaneth just as a, just as a fun little thing. I mean, they're an easy army to paint up. Lots of dry brushing. That's the thing. I'm thinking of doing them like like a grey colour rather than like going for the browns. Go for like a an ash type wood, greys and whites and stuff like that. There we go. I did mine like autumnal. Ah, uh, they're cool. Like yeah, browns and oranges and red leaves and all their stuff. So that's again, you could do anything with those. You can yeah. make them summer. You can make them winter. They're beautiful, beautiful models as well. Yeah. I think that's the thing about Sigmar. They've got such amazing model. I, I love the forty k range. Don't get me wrong, but I am a fantasy boy through and through and so yeah the models that are under the sigma range are just absolutely stunning i agree i agree i think the sculpts are i think they just seem to have a lot more i think i was saying this to my friend the other day he was asking which you prefer and i said sculpt wise it's a sigma but again because because of certain parameters though i think 40k is so old in terms of like it's what yeah. 30 nearly 40 years old now you can't you can't go off too far in the deep end because people get annoyed, and, and yeah. I understand that. I do. So they just don't have as much flexibility in their creativity. Yeah. So they're... I mean, look at the Primaris. The Primaris are a great example of that. They brought out Primaris, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're not Space Marines!" You know, like, they've barely changed them. They are just scaled to the size that a, a Space Marine should be. That was always that was the thing that annoyed me about the Space Marines. I was like, "These guys are supposed to be eight foot nine yeah. foot walls of humans," and when you put one beside a guard. It's barely bigger. No, they're very, very little. Like they're yeah. very, you can't tell. Whereas these Primaris, again, I don't understand. I, I, I love the Primaris. I think they're, yeah. they're badass looking. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. the Sigmar models, the sculpts, the freedom that they have with those sculpts, the fact that it's like unfolding story. Love it. Yeah, big fan. I hate to do something similar for Old World. As much as I love the old, the old models and and sculpts and stuff like that, I imagine there is a lot of nostalgia that sits there with me. And I imagine if I pick one up now and put it down, I'd be like, where is all the detail gone? Yeah. So I'm hoping that they do that with Old World. They they use some inspiration from all the old stuff and, and bring it back to life with a lot of new models. I think that'd be really cool. I mean, they'd be silly not to. It's printing money. Yeah. It's printing money. Yeah. So. Given that they, they effectively collapsed Old World of fantasy because it was making them no money, it is interesting to see, now they're going back to it, everyone everyone's properly diving into it. So many people in like the 40k community that I was like, no, no, no way they're going to play. They're all up for it. It's mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully it lasts. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope it's not one of those things that's like, oh, this initial boom and then it just kind of trickles out because yeah. I would see another game system, you know, evolving and, and play. I, I always like seeing people playing Age of Sigmar because it's definitely the least popular out of the two. Yeah. I just, I just always love seeing people and even and the Lord of the Rings as well. Apparently, the Lord yeah. of the Rings, like that system, apparently is one of the best. Like anyone you speak to about the Lord of the Rings is like it's one of the best systems to yeah. play. Um, again, I've got a bunch of those upstairs too. So yeah, I have to break them out and play them. Yeah, we will. I, I'm looking forward to Old World mainly 
we've we've clearly gone back onto Warhammer again, but that's that's what it is. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I used to, I used to love the their movement and stuff like that. And when they showed off the the movement stuff again, I was like, this is just bringing back so much cool stuff. The fact that they they walk in rank and file, and if you want to speed up, they have to change their formations and. Like it, yeah, I was like, this is cool. Like that's yeah. for me that was what was missing. Like Asia Sigmar when I came back in, I was like, cool, that's it looks fun and everything, but it kinda it doesn't feel like fantasy. It feels like 40k in a different setting. Yeah. yeah. Admittedly there are tons of rule changes stuff like that and it, it is a different game, but yeah, I, I loved the old blocks. It's like, yeah, I've got like forty orcs like, in this block on a movement tray and like Roam to the War, that type of yeah down strategy game. And that's you know, that's kinda what it kind of what got me into it as well I remember watching it's like some old tv show where they use Rome total war to simulate TV yeah show. i looked for that the other day yeah oh, um, that was amazing was commanders or something like time time commanders time, time commanders that was yeah it. Oh, yeah i'm gonna have to check that out um, i looked for that the other day and i was like watching watching like youtube videos went down a little youtube rabbit hole of watching time commanders yeah, like, i'm not yeah you're right like it's a different i think it's more like i would say sigmar's kind of like hero hammer yeah, where the units are that can be their own heroes and they're quite individual. Whereas that was very much like, here's soldier A through Z. They've got no names because they're yeah. just you're, they're going to die immediately. So you, yeah, let's not attach themselves. Let's just chuck them at each other. It's a totally, yeah. yeah, totally different system and a totally different feel to it. But again, that, I think that's so cool. They're bringing that back because people love that. People love this, and yeah, yeah, you know, it's like flavors of ice cream. Exactly. Yeah. And unfortunately, I love them all and I'm going to eat all of the ice cream. So, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Me too. Me too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's talk about uh, sort of your, your more mainstream. Mainstream? Yeah, it is mainstream. You've got like a hundred and something thousand followers on your main Instagram. What got you into doing that all that time ago? This was quite a while. Let's like, say 12 years ago now you sort of kicked off that. Yeah, it's that been work. Uh, so Instagram, just yeah, social media in general. I, I just wanted to get out my services as a coach, and I knew that social media was a way of doing that. Yeah, it was never to become famous. I, I'm not, not. Well, you today. I found out that someone took a photo of me eating a KFC <laughs> years ago. <laughs> she just commented that on my stuff, and I was like, okay, <laughs> right. why? Yeah, um, <laughs> apparently it's because her kids love Thor. And I was like, okay, I'm yeah, right, cool. Um, but yeah, that that's that's all been that's been crazy. Again, that kind of started from me with my cystic fibrosis. We'll probably talk about yeah, that. Definitely, definitely. So I have cystic fibrosis, which is genetic illness. It's you can't catch it. You're born with it. Uh, it essentially affects the organs of your body. The mucus in my body is more like a wallpaper paste, where someone without cystic mm. fibrosis more like liquid. You know in a jar so if you imagine yeah. swallowing liquid in a jar moves around freely people cf wallpaper paste pva glue PVA, let's use pva glue okay we're all, yeah. we're all familiar with that so that makes all the internal processes in the body a lot more difficult think of the the mucus in your body like the oil of a car yeah keeps everything running smoothly that mainly affects the digestive tract and the lungs as well. So that bacteria, the, or sorry, the mucus is a fantastic breeding ground for bacteria. So yeah. chest infection, instead of that bacteria sitting in the lungs and then clearing out because of the mucus being thin, it gets stuck in that mucus. Over time, chest infection, after chest infection, you can damage the lungs permanently because that mm. bacteria can't get out and then you require a lung transplant. So that's kind of 
CF in a nutshell. But I knew that, you know, I never set out to be a spokesman for it or anything like that. I just wanted to be a good coach and I want to be good at my job. But I also realized that I was different to everyone I knew in terms of my approach to health and fitness, my reasons for training. Again, everyone's reasons for training are different, yeah. but I'm, I'm a little bit different to, to most people's in the sense that my life expectancy was not what everyone else's was. And I knew that if I wanted to live, I wanted to be alive. I didn't want to, you know, live and kind of like clock out. So I wanted to be able to enjoy as much of my life as possible because I didn't, it was never promised to me. Yeah. I was always in the mindset of, right, well, what can I do to prolong my life? Well, I can look after myself. Another part of it was, as I said earlier, you know, the big part of it was my body confidence. Growing up, I was okay. yeah. a huge guy. I'm like 5'9 on a good day. <laughs> That's me but, too, yeah. You know, I, couldn't, I couldn't grow up. So I grew, I grew well, you know, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go outwards. And that was a big part of it as well. It gave me so much confidence to the point where people forget that I have what I have. And that is, you know, that, that to me is a, is a fantastic compliment and, and a kind of nod to the work that I've put in because yeah. is, I, I've worked hard at this because it gave me confidence. It made me not feel like I was weak or lesser than anyone else. And those are kind of the thoughts I had growing up that you know, people were better than me because they didn't have and you know training and, and looking after myself and prioritizing my health was something that quietened that voice down it's never muted but it definitely yeah. took volume down as such so yeah training for me was i had a unique relationship with it so i thought you know what i'll talk about my cf a little bit more it will set me apart from you know from my peers and yes. then that obviously cascaded into me you know helping little kids with cystic fibrosis then that turned into me dressing up as thor because yeah randomly one day i again i just um, anyway kids just ask questions <laughs> yeah i didn't grow out of that i never grew out of that i question nearly everything so i was just sitting thinking why do we call the words of the week what we do? <laughs> why are they called these like why why is that where did that come from turns out it's all norse mythology basically yeah thursday thursday I was like, yeah. that's a cool, that's a cool trivia fact. I have a Thor's hammer that I got from, from uh, York whenever I was over visiting my, my wife's uh, dad. And I'll take a photo of that and I'll, that'll do. That's about <laughs> that blew up. I mean, I had long hair at the time as well. Cause I never knew how to style my hair when it was short. That's literally the yeah. reason. I, it. <laughs> I was like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to do this. Look, I was like, I just don't, everyone seems to know how to style their hair. I don't. I'm just going to grow it and I can tie it. Just shave mine off. So it's fine. Yeah. You, yeah. You went for the other, you went for the other side <laughs> of it. The other way. Yeah. It's not the other at all. And uh, that just, that ended up, you know, going in a, in a direction I never, ever expected or, or, yeah, thought that then children were looking at those photos and thinking that Thor had cystic fibrosis like them. Yeah. And then I started taking photos of me taking my nebulizers and all those things. And yeah, it just, it, I mean, that, it, it provided me with some incredible opportunities. Mm. And yeah, it all just came from me just, you know, having fun with it and yeah. dressing like Thor. <laughs> I mean, national newspapers picked up on that. Obviously, I do I do a bit of research as, as part of this, this podcast and stuff like that. You put your name into like Google, and it's like on like the Independent and stuff like that. It's you're all yeah. over the shop. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's weird. It is strange. <laughs> it's hard to it's when I t when 
when people like yourself talk about it because it's just you know all my friends and family as much as we're used to it it's still yeah. very strange it's still very odd to me there's nothing that kind of prepares you for that yeah, yeah. fortunate i mean i had to do a sky a new a live interview on sky tv dressed as thor with a earpiece in my ear that i couldn't hear anything <laughs> in so i was it was in comic-con i was dressed as thor had an earpiece in i could barely hear the person asking me questions and it was so hard to not squint <laughs> looking down the lens being like I can't but i think i was like a 10 minute interview as well it was not wow it was not short um yeah well it felt like 10 minutes it probably was like 30 seconds but <laughs> um, yeah that, that it's it's again very very strange it's a very strange life i've had but i wouldn't i wouldn't change anything yeah no you're 12 years on like say you're well over that hundred thousand mark and still getting strong let's keep it going let's keep it going yeah yeah i mean it's well deserved like say you you put in all that effort for yourself and stuff like that and you've become a good coach off the back of it as well and you you sort of really say it definitely inspires me like one of the things i had my little one and i sort of let myself i was never like super fit never really went to the gym but i played a lot of sport tons and tons of sport as a kid had part of my knee cartilage removed um when i was 16 so yeah about I think I was 25, 26. The doctor diagnosed with the early, early onset arthritis in my right knee mm-hmm. and uh, spent loads of time at the physio. And I was, the physio was like, oh, what, like, what state do you want to get back to? And I was like, well, I'd really like to get back to playing like football and hockey. And she's like, I tell you what, I'll get you to the point where you can walk upstairs without your knee going from under you and we'll go from there. I was like, there. cool, okay. So no hockey, no football then. She was like, I would probably avoid those as specific sports. Yes, I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? Yeah, um, that's a that's a horrible place to be in. I, I mean, that's a lot of the clients I work with where you've yeah. grown up, where sport, you know, you have literal time in your week, PE sports, yeah. and then it's gone, and there's no one there to tell you you should still do this because no one's there to force you yeah. to do classes. So yeah, it's, it's a very common thing. Again, knees. Talked a bit about knees. Torn ACL, my right knee. Yeah. Partially tore my ACL, MCL, and meniscus, otherwise known as the unhappy triad, which yeah. <laughs> they haven't used for it. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, knee injuries are rough, especially when it takes something that you really thoroughly enjoy and potentially your only outlet of yeah. activity. It's it's hard to it's a hard thing to to replace as well. Um, I, was thinking, I was kind of doing that up until. Sure. Like I say, 25, 26, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, so that all stopped. But I was kind of at the point where I was still a relatively young man and my health, my body was like, yeah, I can cope with that. And I was eating okay. And then, yeah, I had the little one, went through COVID and everything like that. And all of a sudden, my body shape was just like, oh, cool, you're a dad now. Here is a dad bod to go with it. I was like, that's not cool. <laughs> um, started doing all this podcast stuff. I just started chatting with like Chloe and uh, Dave and seeing like you and Fit Hammer and, and all those sort of people yeah. like on Instagram. They're like in the hobby and you're like, cool, I'm just going to follow you for the hobby. And it's like, oh, and you you show me how I can keep fit in a really nice, easy, fun way. Because that was the thing. It was always like running. I hate, and even now, I, so I start going to the gym now. Running, I think is the worst thing in the world unless I'm chasing something. I'll chase a ball. I'll have you run yeah, I won't. It's more being chased. That's the only reason I'm going to run. Yeah, what? Why else would you? It's 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 a silly silly hobby, um. But yeah, like it's definitely really inspired me. Like coming out, it was after my chat with Chloe. I was like, cool, I've really got to do something. So after yeah, after chatting with Chloe, that's when I started getting back to the gym. Had a little break from it, but over in the US last week, managed to go to the gym twice. I've 
never done that before. Never been away, like for work or on holiday or whatever, and been to the gym. That's the first time I've ever done it. I was like, cool, I can do this. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think people get overwhelmed by all the things you need to do when it comes to health and fitness. And that's that's my job. That's why my job exists. If all the answers are in your head, my job wouldn't exist. Yeah. That's my job is just right. Okay. Let's just focus on one foot at a time. That's my whole approach to coaching is right. Yes. Cool. I, I get that you want to do all this stuff, but that's way off. Let's just, yeah. focus. just like your physio said, let's just focus on putting one foot in front of the other. Cause that's all you can do. Yeah. Worry about tomorrow. All you want tomorrow is fictional. That's yeah. it. You've got today and that's all you've got. So just put one foot in front of the other. Don't get caught up with what you're going to do tomorrow or the next week or the next week or the next week. Focus on what you can do today. It sounds simple. It sounds small, but I mean, it's just like this, the, you know, the Will Smith analogy is building a wall. Yeah. One brick at a time, you place that brick as well as you can. And again, your abilities and your skills and all those things are going to wildly fluctuate from day to day. We are human. We are not these robots where, you know, the slightest thing can change our mood. The slightest thing can have, you know, everyone's relationship with food is different. Everyone's relationship with fitness, their, their body, all those things change. So there's no blueprint for this. It's yeah. finding the best path for you. And that is, you know, I've always tried to find a word to describe what my job is. And honestly, the best thing I can say is I'm a pathfinder. Okay. Yeah. Cooler than coach. essentially i'm not i'm not above you i'm not you know i'm not looking down at you saying like if i can do this you can do this nah that's that's nonsense nobody yes we all have 24 hours in the day but nobody's is the same yeah you can do what you can do and that's it so for me it's about right okay where do you want to go right cool ben this is the best path for you to take now there are hundreds of other paths you could take but from my experience and what you've told me you can do and what i i know you're capable of doing this is going to be the best path for you some point there'll be a junction we'll have to make another decision but this is the best path and it's not the case of i'm floating above you I've, yeah. just, I've just been along those paths yeah many many times not only with myself but other people yeah that is in a nutshell what i do and i love it because it is so nice seeing people achieve things they never thought they could ever do i mean dave is the perfect example yeah, dave, yeah. difference in dave from you know conversations we've had and it was one conversation we I had that really struck a chord with him. And I remember it so clear. I remember exactly where I was. I remember having the conversation with him. And he was like, we were training, but he wasn't really taking it. Not, not taking it seriously, but it was just, you could tell it wasn't a huge priority to him. Right. Like, dude, you know, th- this, is my, this is my livelihood. You are a walking billboard for me and what I do. And I spoke to him about, you know, right. Okay, if you're not going to do this for yourself, because look, he was in good health. Not bad. Yeah. He was on the kind of, you know, he knew he knew himself he was slipping. Yeah. So do this for your kids. I was like, look, you want to be a dad. You want to be the best dad you can. My dad growing up prioritized his health. He would train. He would go, you know, when we were over in Spain, he would get up early. He would go down and do lengths of the pool. I still remember very clearly looking down and seeing my dad doing lengths of the pool, <laughs> coming up and then playing with us. Yeah. He prioritized his health. And that made, for me growing up, the normal thing. Yeah. I said, look, how much would it mean to you for your kids to grow up having health and fitness and just being an active individual, not necessarily going to the gym or anything like that, yeah. just being active, yeah. moving your body how it's supposed to move, how much would that mean to you to give that to your kids? Yeah. And in turn, you being healthier and giving, getting more experiences and more memories with them. Yeah. He said, just that clicked. He was like, that is what was the kind of key in the door for him to then move forward. 
and he would send me videos of him. He sent me he sends me videos and stuff all the time. But he sent me a video <laughs> of his son with headphones. Yeah. He didn't know Dave was filming him. He was doing bicep curls because I was teaching Dave like how to use like yeah. how to control the way don't let it control you. And yeah, I mean, he sends me messages all the time, just saying like I can't thank you enough for what you've done, and it's it's so cool. It is such yeah. a cool it's made thing. a mad change. Like Dave's picture of him, like his body change is just insane. I tried like he's the only person that's done squats on the podcast. I've I've got to say that. Yeah. Just like yeah, just just moving. It was just like doing squats. I was like, cool, yeah, makes yep. sense. Yep. And again, that was that was what I told him. I was like, look, you do not need to go to the gym if you can get time. Obviously, fantastic. But that is, you know, a one hour workout in your day is less than four percent. People are so fixated on what that four percent is, and I'm like, you're kind of forgetting <laughs> that. And the, the analogy I use is, if you came to me with a test result, and you're like, okay, what'd you get? Four percent? Oh, you failed, didn't you? Nobody, that's not a passing grade. In any yeah. anywhere you go, four yeah. percent is not a passing grade. I always say, did you give you points for filling out your name correctly? <laughs> People get so fixated on that four percent, yeah, and they go, oh, I was like, what about the rest of it? What are you, what are you feeding yourself? What are you giving your body? Yeah, what are you doing to recover? And then are you moving? Like our bodies are beautifully made to move. Yeah, why are we not using it? And again, I totally understand why. It's very easy. Our natural response. We are very energy conservative beings. Lazy. Yeah. We are energy conservative beings. That's how we've developed a species. That's what body fat is. It's it's our yeah. body going. Okay, we may not get some of this, so let's store that internally. It's natural, but anything that is worth having is usually hard to get. Yeah. Yep. And that's the that's the switch that I think you know really flicked in in Dave's mind. And again, I am so proud of him. I'm so happy for him. The difference in his body is amazing. That's you know that aside. Yeah. Energy levels. The, you know the memories he's been given because of his you know his his physical body. Yeah. Irreplace, you know, you cannot, you cannot replace those, and you cannot replicate those. No amount of money in the world will be able to, you know, compare to, or you'd never be able to give him enough for all the memories he's had with his kids, yeah. you know, all the people he's met at expos. Even you, like you've got a memory yeah. of him, like doing squats while he's talking yeah. to you. That, uh, yeah, that, uh, I love my job. I really do. I love helping people, and I love seeing people, seeing what they're capable of doing. Because again, that's something that I grew up. You know, there's so many limitations on me about yeah. what I can do and what my life would be like and what my parents' life would be like. And I just decided, well, look, that's that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, you know, I literally was told like your lung functions are not going to get better than this. From a guy who was very senior in, in this field of cystic fibrosis, but I knew he was wrong. Yeah. 100% knew he was wrong. I said, well, I don't feel well now. My lung functions are here. So what happens when I get out of here after all this medication? What happens when I get out and I start to feel better and I start to build that up? Now, it took me a long time to build that up. Yeah. But I did. Again, doing the thing that someone said I couldn't do. And I was like, well, what else? What else yeah. can I do? And that being able to give someone that. It's yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you see, you see it come up on your, your Instagram all the time where you like share stories and things like that. It's it, it obviously and, gives you a lot of joy, which is perfect. Yeah, I do. I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't even show, I, I don't show much of it. That, that is <laughs> like the smallest sliver of, of what I get, but I just feel like, you know, I've got to do a, I've got to show, share more of that because I think it does help people. 
It's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really nice to sort of see. Like I say, for me, it's definitely sort of an inspiration. I I enjoy seeing that and people who have obviously gone to you and had, had those chats with you. And yeah, I think for, definitely for, for me, one of the things is always that. Um, it's sort of how you promote it about, like you're saying, about doing it the way that you're doing, following your path and, and stuff like that. And it was always like, you kind of look at a lot of these like bodybuilders and stuff like that. And you're like, right, I'm, I'm not going to be able to go to the gym every day. I, I just can't. That's just not possible. No. And I'm certainly not going to spend six or seven hours in the gym. So that's absolutely impossible. So I'm never going to get there. Yeah. And then, yeah, you start to follow like you and, and Fit Hammer and, and people like that. And they're like, actually, just do this and you'll take that step forward. And yeah, it's, I, I, I was amazed the confidence change that it gave me. Just going to the gym. Just yeah. going to the gym and doing a bit. I was like, cool, I can already see my body changing. That feels weird. And it, yeah, it gave me so much confidence. So, yeah, so I, I really appreciate the, the hard work that you put in because even without me being your client, I've got a lot out of, of you and your Instagram. I appreciate that. I mean, that, that's the goal. I, I want to help as many people as I can. And obviously, if you work with me, that just gets fast. Yeah. Right? That is, you know, in a, in a nutshell, what, what happens when you do work with me. Because everything I put out, it has to be generic. I can't yeah. be very specific. But a lot of the information I can give will help a lot of people. Is it going to help yeah. that one individual? Maybe not, but it could help. You know, it's like casting a net. Yeah, That's essentially what social media is. Anything I give out, it's a casting a net to, to reach as many people as possible with them. When it's an individual, it's a line. Yeah. It is like fly fishing instead. It's very specific. It's very individual. If you can train once a week, cool. That's fine. Train once yeah. a week. I had a client there sign up recently. She's like, oh, can we wait until March? And I said, okay, so that's totally fine. But I'm just going to challenge you here. Why do you want to start in March? Said, oh, well, I can't give this 100%. You're know, not going to be able to do what I need to do. And I, I, I don't want to start. And I was like, okay, I understand that. But... Instead, why don't we start now? Because if you start now, you are in the busiest period of time in your life right now. This is going to happen every single year. Life is never the same. It constantly ebbs and flows. So instead, let's start now. I I propose that we start now. And you're going to pick up skills that are going to allow you to navigate the most busy period of time in your life, which is right now. You're going to pick up You can apply to any time. So if this happens again, which it will, you will know, right, I don't have time to focus on this, this, and this. I need to focus on this and this because that's going to give me the greatest return on my yeah. life. And then when those, I always describe, it was like riverbanks. You know, she was in a very yeah. part of the river. Eventually those riverbanks expand open and you've got all this time and then you can go, okay, well, let's maybe have you increase in your training a little bit more. Let's try and, you know, add some of stretching at the end or you've got a little bit more time. Let's, you know, increase your steps. Yeah. And so forth. Um, but yeah, it's, as I said, I, I I love my job. I think there's it's it's just amazing to see you know people kind of understanding that equation that you have, which is okay. I put excuse me time and effort into this thing, and this equals results. I think that's the equation a lot of people don't have because they either yeah. don't put enough time in, which is usually the case, they're not consistent with it, or they don't put the effort in. Yeah. Whereas if you put those both in and you're, again, your efforts do not need to be these 10 out of 10s. Like it's rarely 10 out of 10, by the way. Yeah. Just show up and give whatever you've got. It's like a phone battery. You cannot give a hundred percent to anything because other things are going to take a percent <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of that way. So it's impossible. So get rid of that mindset. If you show up and you've got 3%, give that 3%. Yeah. That's, that's all you can ever ask. And that's all I'll say to everyone. Look, 
You give me what you've got. That's all I'll ever ask. Yeah. If you do that and you do it consistently, eventually you get this result. Then that results go, oh, okay. So when I do this and this, it equals this. And once you see that equation as such in your head, you're unstoppable. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I found it. So I, I was pretty consistent for quite a while. So I was, I, I was going to the gym once a week. Um, I, I have a dog. I had I have a Labrador, so I work many many miles every every week just what walking the dog. Name? Riley. Riley. Yeah, mine's mine's, an, mine's Ollie. Yeah, he's a, Ollie. he's a lovely dog. But yeah, my God, do we do some do some miles? Oh yeah, yeah. Best reason. Best reason to get out and move. Yeah, but so I I, I was still I was going to the gym once a week, and then I was kind of like, cool. I'll try and do two, and then I what happened? I think I got ill. I got like COVID or something like that, and that consistency went away. But I felt like I, w- I missed it and that felt really weird and it was yeah it was obviously because I built up that, that habit of you go to the gym you see you see you're making gains and then I stopped and I was like cool those gains have either stopped or they're going away mm-hmm. I want to go back and get that again so it was, I guess it was like those sort of endorphins that were I, I was missing them it's yeah it's, I think it's that sense of progression it's that yeah. sense of moving forward and I think yeah, the analogy I like to use with a lot of people is a lot of people are kind of treading water yeah putting effort into things but you're not actually moving anywhere or people put the efforts into the wrong places like, oh yeah. i need to be eating this certain diet and you put a lot of effort in and you probably can't maintain it because it's not sustainable and then you've you kind of realize oh, i've not progressed at all because it's just all undone because i can't stick this yeah the most important thing is if you cannot see yourself doing it in six months six years 60 years don't start it yeah it makes sense that's been my whole thing. I, I, whatever I do right now, I want to make sure I can still do it when I'm in my sixties. That's that's always been my goal. Again, that yeah. comes from my cystic fibrosis. It's a degenerative illness, so it's, it gets worse as I get older. Yeah. So for me, a point zero one percent increase, I'll take it. <laughs> I will take that. That is, yeah. Put that in the bank. I will take that if it requires me to do everything I'm doing. But if I can see that one slight move forward, I'm fine. I think yeah. that's the mindset that a lot of people need to need to adopt if they're going to make this a long-term thing because look, life's short, life's brutal. You, we need to try to be as as hard to kill as possible. And that's, what, <laughs> that's pretty much what we're doing when we're training. We're, we're trying to make ourselves as hard of a target for life to smack down as possible. And even yeah. if you get smacked down, which we do, we've got the strength to then stand back up again and be like, all right, run two. Yeah. That's that's pretty much in a nutshell what I do. <laughs> that's right, my- yeah. Solid. Yeah, solid. That's that's good analogy. Yeah. Okay. People won't be very happy with that. That's just you've gained a huge following bit through your uh, through your main account, your your job, but you've obviously you've had that massive boom as well from your uh, Warhammer account. Have yes. you got any particular advice for people looking to do something similar to you? In terms of growth? Yeah, growth or that sort of sustainment, and because that's I guess that's always the hard thing. You you can do something, it'll go a bit viral. You'll you'll grow to be fairly big, and then if you don't sustain it, it'll drop down again. Yeah, I, honestly, I wish I had the exact blueprint for this, but there's never a blueprint. There's <laughs> yeah. never, you know, everyone's so individual. I think prioritize your enjoyment of it. So I I, I really enjoy, like for instance, what we do in the shadows. I love that TV show. If I can use any soundbite from that, <laughs> I just want to do it because I, I just, I watch it so much and I just, it's so funny. Tom Cardi as well. I think if anything can make you laugh, you know, yeah. have fun. Like that is definitely the thing I've, you know, 
try more of is one try to be yourself because mm-hmm. there's only you're one of one yeah try to be someone else then you're you're a second rate version of them you are your usp yeah. yeah exactly and then just try to enjoy it. if you're not enjoying it find a way of you know still getting it done anyway because you're not going to always and that comes to the gym that comes to everything you're not always going to enjoy what you're doing yeah so just try and find a way that you can do it even on the days you don't want to do it and that's where the you know everyone's always looking motivated how do you stay motivated motivation plays such a small role in what you speak to anybody who has been successful at anything and you ask them how much of a role motivation played in it i guarantee you 99.9% 99.9% of the time, they'll say, yeah, I played a very, very, very small role. It, it just, it's not what people think it is. It's yeah. not fuel that's going to get you over the line. It's being consistent. It's showing up on the days you don't want to show up. But for this, with the hobby side of this, you know, that's that's the kind of my yeah. side of it. But for the hobby side, if I have fun doing something, I'm going to post it. And yeah. I also think, you know, if someone comments on your stuff, comment back. Yeah. You know, it's not that hard. You know, create a conversation. I think it's amazing when you comment on, you know, when anyone takes time to comment on any of my stuff. And if you look at my other profile, I try my best to respond to every single comment, not just thanks. Sometimes it is just thanks because, but I'll yeah. ask them the question. I always think, you know, this person has taken time out of their day to write on my thing, which helps me because that reaches more people. Yeah. More people. I'll just file them a message back. And it's such a simple thing. But that would yeah. be my best advice. You know, engage in the hobby, comment on other people's posts. People then see your name. They go, "Oh yeah, I've seen them there." If you're trying to grow your profile, then yeah. But again, growth isn't you know always the thing. It's about just being yourself. That sounds so cheesy. <laughs> no, but it is you know there's right? there's you know there you are one of one. There's no one else like you. Enjoy what you're trying to do and and be you know understand that it does take that consistency if you want something to grow again. And then there's these random you know that video that. <laughs> We have on the more wall it's got like four million views of some, some dude walking past me with the one of the most badass cosplays i've ever seen and literally that that we didn't plan that just the guy yeah. Mike was with he just filmed me and i was like oh my word that is so awesome that was it and it's got like four million views mad yeah crazy and the, the one you know that one uh, i did the other day the tom cardi I, I thought that was hilarious i love that <laughs> of that song he made so it's like, I'll, I'll find a way of putting this in. And then other people are like, I like that. Yeah. So in terms of growing your audience, being be part of the community you are trying to grow within, yeah. commenting on those things, you know, even if you see something, don't just like it, just be like, oh, that's amazing. I'll do that. A lot of time if I see someone's you know, paint job or whatever that I really think is awesome, I'll just drop a message and be like, that's, that's sweet. Not usually yeah. start a conversation. And then suddenly you've got more Warhammer friends. Yeah. Had. I mean, that's the, I was going to leave on the sort of comment side of it. That's, that tends to be where I've had more engagement is where people have, I've messaged, I've put a comment back or something like that. And then, yeah, they've messaged me. I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's have a chat. And yeah, there's people that I chat with near daily these days about stuff that never met them before or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. Just, just commented back and it was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just genuine human interaction. I think that's, you know, people have a, you know, we've grown up as a very communicative, a very community-driven species. Yeah, that's because of just the nature of lives now. Everything's quite isolated, so I think we all crave that 
tribe mentality. Yeah. I think when you find someone who appreciates what you appreciate, he's got that natural inclination to be like, cool, let's have a chat. Let's yeah. communicate a little bit. And social media, again, a lot, it gets a lot of crap, but it's a fantastic thing for things like that. You know, you and yeah. I, there, there's no chance I'm going to walk out of my house and bump into you. No, no. You live on island. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So this is why this is so cool. Uh, so yeah, just be part of the community that you want to be a part of, and that will probably help you. Grow. Again, I'm not exactly the perfect person to look at and go, oh, I'll do exactly the way Ben did. <laughs> I, yeah, it was a bit of a, a freak thing for that with that viral video. But again, I, I probably wouldn't be at 6,000, but I'd probably be 3,000 or so at the moment yeah. if that video didn't pop off. And again, even if you do get those photos, followers, they'll follow you for that one video, but they're not yeah. like anything else. Yeah. Again, it's the quality of the people they have following you. I would rather have 100 people who listen to every word that I said than 100,000 who were just like, I only like him because he looks nice. Or he, yeah, yeah. It, it, that, the vanity metrics are, are one to definitely stay away with. But at the same time, having a lot of followers doesn't hurt. It, it yeah. does not hurt at all. Um, yeah. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't use it in. My, in some ways, just like my sister fibrosis when I was growing up, I had sore stomachs all the time. And if I didn't want to go to school that day, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, you know what, Mum, I'm really sore. Uh, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to school today." You know, you can't play. Them. You, you never get to decide what cards you dealt, but you can definitely decide how you play them. That's it. You would, you would dealt, you would dealt a bad, bad hand, and yeah, you've you've used it. I, I, yeah, I learned how to play that hand. Yeah. As Why best. would anybody say that you've you've you're playing off something? Because let's be honest, it's yours to play off. It's not. It's not exactly been your help for for a long time. So you might as well use it now. Definitely, it's, it's a sword instead of a crutch. That's that's how yeah. I say. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, we've kind of talked a lot of a lot of real life stuff, but yeah, we'll move on to the the real life section of the the podcast. Um. Obviously, we talked a lot about your fitness, and we've talked a little bit bit about cystic fibrosis. Can you? Obviously, you've said what cystic fibrosis is, but can you sort of give a Give me a bit of an understanding about how it affects your sort of day to day these days, I guess, because you probably had more of an effect on you before. Yeah, um, it's it's a question I get asked a lot, and you know, how it affects me. And the honest answer, actually, until very recently, was I don't know what it's like to not have it, so I don't know how it affects me day to day. Yeah, doesn't have it. But very recently, I got access to a new medication in the last two years, actually, that completely changed my life with cystic fibrosis in a way I never truly expected. So this is um, the, is it Caftam? Caftrio. Caftrio. Caftrio, Tricafta. Yeah, it's got different names for, for different, wherever you're from America, it's Caf, Tricafta. Here's Caftrio. It's basically three, it's the three part that's the important okay. part. Yep. Uh, it basically has an effect on three aspects within your body. Yeah, I'll not get into that side of it, but it, yep. it's a significant drug that had a very significant impact on my life. And I have not had access to it now for uh, near, this is going into nearly week, four weeks, actually. Wow, quirky. So for the first time, I've actually, and when I took that, so to kind of give you a, a, a bit of a, a very quick overview, I've been very fortunate, I don't like using that word. I've worked very hard to keep my health where it is. I've prioritized yeah. my sleep, I've prioritized how I eat, I've prioritized a lot of things around keeping myself healthy. Yeah. There is an aspect of luck in there. I'm not ignorant to that. You know, you, you don't, you're not just, you don't go around licking things <laughs> you know, to get yeah. sick. You get sick because of a freak accident. You know, it's never your fault. But so there's an aspect of luck in that respect. Yeah. But my lung functions, which is one of the main kind of 
indications of health have always been pretty good. Now they have dropped down a couple of times to fairly low levels and I've worked my ass off to bring them back up. Mm -hmm. But whenever I was told about this medication, my expectations of it were severely tempered by not only myself, but my team, my, my cystic fibrosis team. They were like, look, you may not notice a big difference taking this medication because your health markers are so okay. well they are. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. And it actually took me eight months to actually get on the medication because I was worried about the side effects. I was worried about how it would affect me mentally, how, yeah. you know, I, did, I just didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, I was kind of then realized, well, you know what, I'm actually in the perfect position to take it because if it works, cool. If it doesn't, I just go back to doing what I've planned yeah. to do my entire life, which is just look after my health. Yeah. Uh, so I took it eventually. And within five hours, I realized that I had been breathing incorrectly my entire life, or my breathing was not what it could have been. Wow. I know. Like, I I know if you listen to this, it's so hard to wrap your head around that because yeah. Yeah. I can't. But yeah, I had I took a breath that I have never experienced before. Wow. My lower lungs popped open. <laughs> I took a breath without it catching and making me cough. Yeah. Like truly on I was standing right over there when I did it. My wife was standing right beside me. Ollie was right behind me as well. I'll never forget it. But incredible drug. You know, it made me forget that I had cystic fibrosis. It it took a lot of the mental toll of having CS mm. away. Yeah. And then I lost access to access to it because of a, a silly bureaucratic issue. Yeah. Again. Not necessarily one's fault. It's a very silly system, but they've hopefully changed the the way it's treated. But anyway, okay. I haven't had access to it for a while, and I was really concerned that if I didn't have access to it, I was going to see a big drop off. Yeah, I haven't. That's good. Yeah, and that for me mentally has not that I was in a bad place mentally before, but I I feel fantastic right now because I realize yeah. I'm not dependent on this medication. This is not. The reason why I'm this healthy, it's because of all the work I put in yeah. up until that point. And I think that's why I'm in such a good place mentally, because I'm like, this is so nice to not have to rely on this medication. Yes, it's amazing, and people do need to have access to it, and not everyone does, unfortunately, yeah. uh, through a, a multitude of reasons that are all just crazy to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... For the first time in my life, I can say, I know what it's like to have CF, then feel like I don't, and then go back to feeling like I do have it again. Yeah. I can actually answer that question. I said this chance the other day. I can actually answer this question. <laughs> Things I notice are obviously very, very minor. So one, my skin's salty again. Even now, you know, I'm sweating because I was sweat. Yeah. I can taste the salt in my lips. Um, my breathing is slightly different. Okay. Talking. I haven't had to clear my throat much, but that was something that, again, the longer I, I'm not on this medication, that will get worse. I'll have to clear my throat a lot yeah. more. Um, just little things that I've noticed. So to me, yeah, again, going back to your original question, I don't know what it's like to not have it, but I can start to see what it would be like without it. Yeah. I got whenever I was on, uh, you know, calf trio. But again, at the same time, I'm never going to be like, oh, it's been so hard for me. Everyone has their own struggles. Everyone yeah. has their own battles they have to fight. Everyone's battles are slightly different. Yeah. Everyone, no one gets through this life without being, you know, punched and kicked and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, the, to answer the question, it's it's just my my fight, and I 
I'm choosing to fight it in the way that I see is the right way of doing it. May not be the yep. right way for everyone else, but it's the right way and it's the right path for me. So yeah, hopefully that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was good. I mean, yeah, obviously from the stuff that I see, like on your uh, on your Instagram, and then obviously as, again, as part of this, I've had, I've gone back and I've kind of had a lot. There's a lot of people that are inspired by the things that you've done. You've obviously you've not let it beat you down. You've sort of taken it by the throat and said, no, I'm going to own you and I'm going to live life as I can and, and really push. And, and you've obviously worked so hard to sort of do that. It's, it's definitely an inspiration for, for a lot of people. And yeah, and obviously all the work that you did with like, I think it was fairly recently you, you were doing a bit of work with some kids that had it and some parents and stuff like that. Yeah, I got invited to speak at a, a parents conference. I was asked by popular demand. <laughs> I was literally back from Spain the day before that event, I, I just said to the, the person who was organizing, like, it's going to be too tight. I'm literally going to be back from Spain, <laughs> but, you know, arriving back at 6 p.m. And then I'm going to have to get up at 5 a.m. the next day to get to there. Yeah. And, like, I just can't. And she sent me back a very um, convincing email <laughs> being like, oh, look, these people really want you to come hit me. And I was like, you know what? Fine. If there's a reason, if there's ever a reason to not get enough sleep it's this and i am so <laughs> glad i went because it was it was it was mad to speak to people i get messages and stuff all the time from people who you know i've helped in some way by just yeah. doing what my dad did i prioritize my health and the fact that i can help anyone like that is amazing but speaking to people in person and seeing how emotional they got and seeing how much i was helping them not only with their children, but then their children, how they were coping with it. Yeah. No one prepares you for that. There's no words that can ever, that the English dictionary can ever invent that kind of would fully convey how it feels to be told, you know, my son thought he was alone and then I showed him pictures of you or my daughter doesn't want to do medications and we have a photo of you on our fridge nice that makes her do them because she sees you doing them yeah i I mean yeah it's it's hard yeah i, I yeah I, <laughs> there's no words there's no words, so words. yeah it's, incredible. it's absolutely incredible and i i'll never ever get used to that and i hope i never do yeah they it is a very very cool position to be in cool again cool sounds like such a crap word to use <laughs> Let's just put it in there for for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's I, I think it's really good, and obviously you've you've done some posts. That you did a story of you taking your literally taking your medication as part of a story. I, I, yeah, I think it's really cool. I think it's a it's a really good way to use that platform that you've built. Obviously, it's good for your business, but you're obviously then using it to to really promote and and push for people to be to be healthy and be that inspiration for for people. It's it's really cool. It's yeah, it's a it's a position I'm very very fortunate to to find myself in for sure yeah it was probably one of the reasons that core reasons that i kind of asked on obviously i really love your warhammer and stuff like that but yeah it's okay. i love to see everything else that people do and obviously you're, you're probably a bit of a bit of an extreme example of it where people will almost know you more for that physical side of it rather than the warhammer side but yeah it's oh, one no. of the core things that i do is, is oh, no. <laughs> for now for now that will change yeah well, um, but yeah it's it's one, definitely one of the things that I look for in, in people with the, for, for this podcast. It's like, who are cool people? They just happen to, to, to be to like Warhammer. Using that like Warhammer as that sort of lubrication like you were talking about. And I mean, there's a correlation between cool people and Warhammer. I think so. I think yeah, so. I mean, I've hope on that correlation. So, Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 
yeah, it, it's that that I really, really look for is, see, we all, we all know Warhammer. And if I just ask 20 random people to come on the podcast and talk about Warhammer, I'd probably have the same podcast 20 times over because fine, we all play Warhammer. We all got into a very similar way. But yeah, it's all that extra stuff that I love, I love learning about. And so your, yours was an easy one because of, of everything that you do. But yeah, so. I appreciate that, Ben. Thank yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, I mean, we talked a lot about your fitness and stuff like that, but I, my wife told me to put my phone down the other day because I was, I was getting really excited about this. Get really excited about all, all the episodes, everyone that's listening that's been on an episode before. I do get excited about them. This one especially. And my wife was like, can you, I'm feeling a little bit weird. Stop showing me pictures of a shirtless man. I was like, yeah, but look. <laughs> was, he's, <laughs> I was like, look, he's coming. This guy is coming on my podcast. Look, he's, looks, he's Look at his body. He's Thor. She was like, please put your phone down. <laughs> my wife's laughing in the background, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, he's coming. Up, but look at this. Like, look, this is amazing. Like, what? This is a stupid question. But like, what? What is that drive beyond? Yeah, the simple answer may be your CF. But what is that drive for you getting to the, to the gym? Like, what, what is the thing that? On those days where you've not got that motivation or you don't want to be there, what what is that driver? It's habit, honestly. It is habit, and it's, yeah. it's also understanding that I feel better. Maybe I maybe not feel better immediately after the session, but I feel better that week. Again, I understand this is not a an instant gratification process at all. Yeah. I understand it's it's monotonous. <laughs> It is pretty cool. but I I have fallen in love with that, and there's the sense of pride that you know, me and my me and my very very close friends who have known me since I was like primary one, like four five years old. We we're talking about this the other day. There's never been a point since I started training since I was sixteen that I've ever stopped. Wow, there's never been a week. You know, if you averaged it out since i was 16 since santa brought me a weights kit and even beyond that even before that i was doing push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups yeah. every night before i fell asleep i wouldn't fall asleep unless i did those with my dad there's never been a point where i've like fallen out of the way of the of, of training yeah ever my friends have all kind of waxed and waned they've gone oh, yeah i've gone to train for like six months and then they'll stop for like two months two years and then get back yeah. in that's never been the case for me so it's it is it's just part of who I am. It's not something I feel like I have to do. It's just something I do. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, how I get myself to go and do it in the days I don't want to, like, it's discipline. It's just, I've just disciplined my mind to, to, yeah, look. And I also, I've done it so many times that I understand that the hardest yeah. part of going to the gym is going to the gym. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Once you're there, once you put your foot across the door and you get into your car and you go and you actually enter the door of the gym, you're like, ah, it wasn't that bad. I yeah. call it, it's like the Saturday morning football um, or Saturday morning rugby. Mindset. Yeah. Every Saturday morning, my mom and dad would argue with me, get up, <laughs> to go to rugby. I didn't want to go. I live in Northern Ireland. It's not exactly tropical weather here. <laughs> freezing was cold and most of the time i was standing on the sideline watching all my friends have fun so it wasn't yeah. exactly something i was motivated to do but most of the time i came back having had a good time yeah that's the same with the gym most of the time i enjoy 
again, I do not enjoy every single session. That is ridiculous. <laughs> but I enjoy the fact that I still turn up regardless. Yeah. That's what makes me go. And then on the days I really don't want to go, I think about, you know, this is kind of, I have like a bunch of tricks in my bag. One of them is, all right, these kids with CF, I want to continue to give them someone yeah. that I didn't have growing up. Go and do it for them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the, the last things I have to get to, to get myself going. Okay. Um, but it's definitely one I've used in the past. Uh, and okay. I continue to, use, again, it's just about, it's about out BSing your BS. <laughs> that's, we are all masters at lying to ourselves and tricking ourselves and saying, oh, you deserve a day off. You, you yeah. deserve, again, day offs are very important, by the way. I want to really clarify that. Your best ability is your availability. And if you can't recover, it doesn't matter. Yep. But we are masters of saying, oh, go on, just do that. Just do that. Yeah. The easiest path is always in there in your brain going, just take me. Just take the easy path. Come on. Come on. Yep. So warm and cozy and cuddly. Just sit on the sofa. Put yeah, a film on. Easy. Play the PlayStation for another 20 minutes. That 20 minutes turns into two hours. Yep. That is always the easy option. And I think what's what keeps me going is the fact that I have pretty much all my life decided to go the other direction. Yeah. And yeah, that, that that's what gets me going. And again, I understand that that's, that's very unique to me. But if you keep showing up and you keep turning up and you keep doing it and you can understand how rewarding that process is, it's, it's amazing. And again, yeah. motivations for training will change. Whenever I started training, I just wanted to look good so that girls would like me. <laughs> I also wanted to look like Jabril. Solid, okay. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. There was a music video that came out when I was 15, 16 of Jabril, and I was like, oh, Jabril's jacked. I want to look like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I that is not what motivates me anymore. Now but, you're married and your wife's there. I, yeah, is that the right one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that's yeah. I mean... <laughs> We're good on that end. That that's a box checked. I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking for that anymore. <laughs> ja Rule is no longer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like, trying to look like Ja Rule anymore. Yep. Yeah. So again, your motivations will change. It doesn't matter what gets you down to the gym. It's what keeps you down there, and that yeah. will you evolve. And um, yeah, I hope I answered that. No, it's good. I mean, we've now we've definitely turned this into a fitness podcast, which I'm I'm totally on board with. Totally on board with you that. We can spin back to Warhammer anytime. I'm I'm more than happy. That's always the way. Um, I'm completely lost. Uh, yeah, so we've kind of got to the point where now, have you got any other hobbies or anything that you do that takes you away from Warhammer or fitness? Let's, let's do both of those because they're two yeah. major parts. D&D. D&D is something that I've picked up in the last year. Really thoroughly enjoy that. Um have that with a group of friends who also like Warhammer as well. It's kind of yep. the use to kind of come together. Yeah. Package deal. Um, I absolutely love American football. Okay. Like, big old nerd when it comes to American football. I played American football. I maybe will go back to playing flag football again. Um, I love Marvel stuff. I love films. I, I was originally, my, my entire pl- you know, career path was going to be in the film. Okay. Um, I worked on a, it's just a little indie project, Game of Thrones, worked on that and then realized that I couldn't continue working in that industry because of my health, uh, okay. pivoted out of that, came yeah. out, best decision I ever made. Um, what else? 
what else am I into, Janice? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of stuff. Honestly, I have I have one of those personalities that once I get into something, I get into it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into it. I, I just have a natural curiosity to a lot of stuff. Like, I, I'll, again, growing up, love nature. Like, if you, oh, yeah. you know, I will be watching documentaries and I'll, I'll like, the, the whatever it is will turn up on the screen. And before David Attenborough, usually David Attenborough says this species, I'll be like, that's a you know, <laughs> fisher, blind fisher. <laughs> and John's like, all right, nerd. <laughs> like, hey, you know what you marry. All right. <laughs> this doesn't, this isn't just fiction. This is reality. I, yeah, I think anything that I find interesting. I will I will dive down a rabbit hole with. Um, and on the flip side, if I'm not interested in it, I could not care less. <laughs> that was me at school. <laughs> nah, I don't care about how the, the Romans um, painted their pots. I, I want to know how they fought battles. That's it. I care how they made their clothes. I don't care about the social economics of the Roman Empire. I want to know how they fought and how they made their shields. That's you know that, that's how my brain works. Do you need to know anything more than that? Is, is yeah. That... No, you, no. Who else? Who cares? Yeah, there's other no, people to make pottery. Yeah, pottery yeah they, can, they can have theirs. They can have their pottery. We'll have our our testudo shapes and, <laughs> and tactics. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm an engineer, so anything that's engineering based is yeah. I I was the kid that like took pens apart constantly and put them back together. To this day, my mum remembers when she left me alone for like two minutes and I took a house phone apart. Did you get it back together? Pretty much, there was the odd bit missing, but that's engineering. You, you uh, never put those, pe- those pieces were obsolete, so exactly. you, you know you just you just streamlined the system. Exactly. Yeah, and to this day, I'm I'm somehow an engineer that still leaves bits out, so it's fine. Yeah, they weren't necessary. So it's fine. It's just like building exactly. Warhammer. I don't need to add all these Aquilas and stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm worse with the, I'm worse so much worse when it comes to Warhammer because I add stuff in. I'm like, yeah, just, I need more bits. Where I need more bits to put into this to make more Dark Angels. If I couldn't be bothered painting it, it's not going. <laughs> I'm just like no one cares about their quills. No one cares about that. Just, no one's ever going to go up and go like, not have enough of those. I do that with pouches. I can't stand oh. pouches. I'm like, what's the point? I, I get the fact that they're supposed to have ammunition bits and I'm like, no, screw that. Take the pouches out. Fantasy. That's that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. So I, I scrap all those, but yeah. Then I mean, I'm, I'm Dark Angels. It's all about the iconography. Anything oh, yeah. more wings? Uh, yeah, that's fair. That is very fair. It helps that I don't paint them. I, I like that also helps. I reckon about half of my less than half of my five thousand points of dark angels is actually completely painted. Most of it's got a most of it's green. There's some variety. Hey, just but, get some of the spray and you're good. Exactly. I've got an airbrush. Your colors all you need anyway. Yeah, exactly. My Votan, they're all purple. I could definitely get them on the table. Not grey. Purple. Nice. Yeah. That's so I'm Yeah, I've got. I mean, they are. I think I'm doing one. So I've gone. I was going to go purple and black. But then I started painting all the black, and I was like, hey, I don't want to paint black because it's horrendous to paint. Oh, I was like, it's difficult. Oh, it's horrible. So I went orange instead. So purple and orange is the, the look that I'm going for. I'll, have to, I'll send you a picture after this of the one I sort of tester. And then the idea is that um, all the armor plates are going to have like runes painted onto them. So fairly similar to like um, uh, the fire dwarves from Sigma or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. loads of like. Like runes and stuff like that. So like whenever I'm, well, when I'd start painting, them, I was like, yeah, I just like putting all those up on on my screens. I'm like, yeah, I can paint some runes. I've painted all over them again because that was before I had good brushes. So now I'm gonna have to go back and do them. But that's what one model out of the fifty that I've got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, better than none. 
yeah, they were going to be more like my my pet project. They were going to be like the the army that I painted like properly, and then tenth was coming along, and I was like, cool, let's put them to the back seat, and I'll paint on my chaos knights. So I have a chaos knight army that is ready to go in tenth. I now have a chaos knight army that's ready for tenth, and then the lion came out. Yeah, I was like, oh dear, that's uh, sorry, Votan, you're you're going to stay purple for now. Yeah. Priority list. That's fair. When the line came out, I mean, that's if there's ever a reason to have some army bumped on the list, it's when a primer comes yeah. out. He's not built or painted. Like I am terrified. Definitely gone back to Warhammer. This is cool. Um, I've I've not built or painted him. What I said is when I got him that he would be like the first time that I ever try and enter Golden Demon, it would be the lion. It has to be the lion. Mm-hmm. And so right now I'm sort of practicing all painting and stuff like that. Hopefully, probably won't be this golden demon but maybe the next one we'll see good luck but yeah bit of a challenge set, set myself a this is again this is kerry if you've ever met kerry k legs i had a chat with her and her approach to the hobby completely changed how i've done the ho- i've always like drifted through but she was like no what i do is i set targets and then I, i'll go and do that target and then once i've achieved that i'll do the next one so she like uh, one of her first ones was to go to a competitive event and then she went to one and then it was like to win a game and then it was like win it and it was to get like best painted and something. And yeah. And she last year she did Golden Demon and her Golden Demon entry was absolutely beautiful. It was Bellacore, like a really brightly coloured Bellacore. And yeah, she's her her approach to the hobby has completely changed it for me. Completely, completely changed it. And I'm I'm so happy for it because it's really like pushed me to try new things and to to set myself goals and yeah. Awesome. I say every time. Thanks, Kerry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that was my last question. I, well, ish. I have one more question. Go for it. And this got to go, normally goes one or two ways. But if you could pick one person in the community, uh, and it can't be your wife, and they were the only person that you could play Warhammer with for the rest of time, who would it be and why? Uh doesn't have to be like a, a YouTube or an Instagram person. It could be like one of your mates or something like that. But who, who think, would it be? I think my friend Adam. So he, he actually is on Instagram. is Battle Art Brushworks. Battle Art Brushworks. He painted up some of my Votan models. Uh, the mm-hmm. Hecaton. He painted up my Pioneers. Sagittor. Um, I just always have great games with him. I just enjoy every single one. I could, I could lose them, but I always have so much fun. Yeah. So yeah Adam. And then nice. very, very close, Aaron, who I've only had a play. He's my DM as well. I've only ever played yep. him once, twice. Again, he understands the rule. I can play him properly. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Adam. Adam's up there. If there's ever nice. something I could like battle over and over again, it'd be Adam. For yeah. Sure. So shout out to Adam. And obviously, I've just saved you with your wife here by saying you can't see your wife. Because obviously, it would be, it would be her. Yeah. No, no, appreciate it. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I don't like battling Jessica <laughs> every time, so it wouldn't be her. <laughs> but no, they, I mean, she's who I played the most. Um, yeah, I, uh, have I beaten you? <laughs> she's gonna say no. Have I? I don't. I, no, I don't think I have. It was like a very stripped back version of the game. That was me teaching her. So you know, <laughs> instantly the the game after that, she's like, "No, I get it now. I'm just gonna beat you every time." Yeah, this went on. Oh, you thought. Uh... <laughs> You thought that I didn't know what I was doing when, in fact, I know everything. <laughs> She's yeah, she everything. We'll have a player. We didn't even get the round three. Oh wow! Okay, bad. Oh, yeah. She's a secret Warhammer player from from like 
the age of like six or something like that, and you just didn't know. Probably. probably. I don't yeah. know how to play. <laughs> you're going to have to teach me. I'm surprised you don't put money on it. And she's just like, well, maybe that's, you're married. You basically don't have that money you now. Say what's mine is hers and what's hers is hers. So. <laughs> Including that win rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Well, that was it. That was my last question. I really appreciate you coming on. I, it was a, it was really good fun. It was really good fun chatting with you and yeah, yeah, learning more about you and your your life. You too. You too. I appreciate it. Thank you very yeah. much for having me. That's yeah, quite right. And obviously, everyone that's listening, if you want to go and buy, find Ben and you don't follow him somehow, uh, you are more Warhammer. Let's start for that. Let's start with Warhammer. You're more Warhammer uh, on Instagram and uh, YouTube. Which everyone yeah. should definitely go and check out because it's yeah you do some really fun videos your, your reels and stuff like that always make me laugh on Instagram definitely go and, go and check that out and then if you just put Ben Mudge into the internet you will find Ben everywhere Lit- literally honestly you've probably been the easiest person to research out of anybody you just put your name in I'm like cool there's stuff we've not even talked about the fact that you made a TV program just don't yeah yeah that, yeah TV program is pretty cool yeah. yeah like before we before we go off anyway. But I think you're probably the only person I've spoken to. I guess Dave has as well, sort of. But you were on like mainstream UK TV. Like, how was that? That was it was about like you. It was crazy, as you can probably. <laughs> it was mad. I so a couple of things like that have popped up in the past. You know, there's been discussions about it, and then it's never ever come to fruition. So I, I was when they came to me about the project, I was like, "All right, cool. I'll <laughs> well, I'll go with it, but it's it's probably never gonna it's never gonna happen." Um, and it did, and it yeah. was amazing. And I got to experience things again that I never thought I would get to experience. Had got to have conversations with people I never thought I would get to have conversations with in that way. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. Mad. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. It was so strange. It was so weird looking around. There's one point I was just standing around. There was about it's one of the busiest days of the shoot. There's about maybe twenty four people, excluding me, on set. And I was just looking around. I was like, all these people are here for me. What the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah. So surreal. Um, admittedly, it was one of the days where I was like, I would rather have just been one of the part of like, the crew because what I had to do was terrifying. If, yeah. if you're curious about what that is, type in driving force on YouTube uh, and you will find, you'll find what I'm, what I'm talking yeah. about. The little mini documentary I did with Channel 4 and Ford, the yeah. motor car company. It's on all four as well, I think, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for, for those most, of, I think about 60, 70% of my audience is UK. So they'll, they'll do I mean, that. yeah, the good thing is it's on YouTube, so you can anywhere. Because I had a lot yeah. of people in America and Canada and all those places. Oh, I won't be able to watch this. Like, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that was that was pretty pretty sick, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. That's, that feels like a definite ticked off box in whatever bucket list there exists. Yeah, yeah, for many well, reasons. For the stuff you not only going on TV, but the, for the stuff you then did on said program, you, like that's definitely on most people's bucket list. So yeah, no, it shouldn't be. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it was. It was pretty. It was a pretty cool experience. <laughs> Hopefully, I've, I've, I've teased enough people that they'll go and now search for Driving Force. Yeah, you go, go watch it. Go follow all of your Instagrams, especially your Warhammer ones, because that's going to be your next job. Hopefully, in the near future. Get on the YouTube, yeah. I'm I'm trying to hit fifteen thousand, fifteen hundred followers, and I think are on subscribers, and I think I'm like thirty off it. So, are you? Oh uh, no, yeah, we need to put little... seventy. I'm well, seventy nine. That's super close. We need, yeah, need to be a little push for that. Yep. So yeah, if uh, if you're on YouTube, more war, 
hit that subscribe button. I would really appreciate it. If I can get to 1500 by the end of yeah. this year, I'll, I'll be very, very happy. Yeah, surely you will. I mean, that would obviously go and watch the videos and stuff like that and like all the videos. I mean, comment and yeah, everything. Comment, do all the fun stuff that YouTube likes. Yeah. Yeah. Feed all the it. algorithms because it's definitely worth it. And it, yeah, it's, it's a and yeah thanks for for everyone for for listening as always it's a it's a real pleasure for me to make this podcast and it makes it easier to justify to the the wife that it's worth doing if i get some listeners to it Um, yeah if you did enjoy today's show then do all the things that we've just talked about can you subscribe or leave a review or whatever wherever you found it i really appreciate it um you're more than welcome to get in touch you can get me over on uh, instagram at restaurant fire podcast i'm on threads as well don't i need to utilize threads a little bit more but feel free to message me on that yeah thanks everyone for listening so much and we'll see you next time bye